Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning and welcome to Direct Line. It's Thursday, April 21. Greg and Stephanie, uh, man, what a week it's been. <laughs> we survived Easter. Yes. I, do you feel, how do you feel? You I know, mean... we're recording on Tuesday and I am still kind of in a fog. I got to be <laughs> yeah. honest with you. You told me Friday, Saturday, and Sunday were really long days. I really had no idea. And I wasn't there as much as you were. Right. So, um, yeah, really, really good stuff, though. Can you imagine churches that do this every week? They go off-site and they're uh, transporting and setting yeah. up and loading and unloading. I don't think yeah. I could do it at, yeah. this, at my age. My well, well, and Stephanie, think about um, tours of, of yeah. groups. I yeah. mean, they do this night in, night right. out. However, if you do it every night or every week, you get yeah. you get a rhythm and a yeah, system going. True. But yeah. this year, I think, was different. It was a little bit different for us this year. We had some technical challenges, I think, that yeah. we had not had before because, you know, when we did this two or three years ago, we weren't live streaming. Right. So there just were some more, I think, technical issues that kind of kept us there a little bit longer than usual. Right. But right. It was a great day. I, I mean, thought it was awesome. Easter, I really did. Yeah. Easter is wonderful, I think, no matter where you are and yes. no matter how you celebrate. But when the whole body gets to come together yep. for us, for yep. our church, and be in one spot. It's, well, and it wasn't just the whole body. I mean, I can't tell you the number of people I've not seen before sure. that were at Easter at the mm-hmm, arena. Mm-hmm. And I, that was really encouraging to me that... Uh, I think Easter is the biggest attendance day of the year for most mm-hmm. churches, mm-hmm. but it was really cool. But I actually want to start by talking about Friday okay. because I think um, us Protestants, mm-hmm. a lot of times we really struggle with embracing all of Holy Week. Mm-hmm. We just want to get to Easter right. and the tomb is empty right. and he is risen. And, right. and that's definitely, right. you know, the the culmination. But I thought Friday night's Good Friday service was one of my favorite. It wasn't long, but, um, you know, you had a table Mm -hmm. set. Big table. Big table. (laughs) And it was reminiscent of what a Passover meal probably would have been like, Mm -hmm. I I think, in the first century world. we didn't have unleavened bread. We had leavened bread. We didn't. But but you had, like, the dates. You had the figs. Mm -hmm. You had the kumquats. I didn't know what a kumquat (laughs) was. You had almonds. You had the grape juice. You had the bread. Yeah. Yeah. And um, apples. You know, I liked that there were apples on the table because, to me, it signified the Garden of Eden. and. Original I, I didn't sin. Even think about that. And there were palm branches, which yeah. you know signified Palm Sunday. So. But you know, Good Friday is the day mm-hmm. that uh, Jesus died on the cross. Mm-hmm. And to me, it is a somber day. It is a mm-hmm. sobering day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of Christians have a hard time carving out time mm-hmm. to mourn, to yeah. be somber, uh, to be serious. Mm-hmm. And I think. Um, God blessed us. This is going to sound crazy. It started raining. It was dark and dreary. I mean, it just, it kind of set the mood for the evening, but I thought it was just a great, great evening. Charlie Jeffers and you put the the evening together and Mm -hmm. um, I'd never heard um, Son of Suffering. Son of Suffering. Never heard that. What a, what an perfect, perfect worship song. And mm-hmm. um, I just, I really, I left that evening feeling like that's what Good Friday should be. Oh, good. And just okay. really yeah. setting the stage. I mean, mm-hmm. the challenge was really, wait, 
You know, we are in a season where we wait now. We wait for the know? promise. Right. And he promised that he was going to rise again. And right. imagine how the disciples and Mary and all the people then, how much how yeah. much they must have felt as they were waiting to see if this promise was going to come. They probably didn't even understand it. Right. I mean, could they have even well, understood it? You know, it's weird because you read the Gospels and you think, how could they not have understood it? But I don't think they did. You know, I, I mean, think. He said in yeah. three days. Yes, I, I'll it, rise again. Now I know. But what, I know. what does that mean? I know. I mean, I know. to them. I know. I yeah, I, I think one of my favorite moments was I ran up into the balcony and I was looking down when you encouraged people to take communion. And it was a bit it was a bit challenging because everybody moved to this ta- this big table. Yeah. But just to see everybody converging on that table yeah. and people were talking yeah. um, and like people, I saw someone that I hadn't seen. I hugged them. My yeah. mom was there. I didn't know she was going to be there. I hugged her. I yeah. thought, you know, that's what the table is about. It's right. about coming together. And there are joyous moments. There are sad moments. Um, right. But right. they were kind of all there together around that table yeah. so well i thought it was just outstanding um and then sunday easter at the arena mm-hmm. I, I really had no idea what to expect right. we'd had this kind of <laughs> inner staff debate about how big yeah. is it going to be yeah. and it doesn't really matter no, doesn't. at the end of the day but no. um we had people sitting on the sides mm-hmm. i mean it really mm-hmm. it was a a large gathering it i will say that gathering. and I, I loved how you put the service together i thought you had songs that were you know stand on your feet and shout and celebration Mm -hmm. and then there were songs that were really more of a you know remember what Mm -hmm. has happened you Mm -hmm. know remember what Mm -hmm. has played Mm -hmm. out and um the song that's the hit that everybody's talking about i'd never (laughs) heard of arise my love i thought it was a new song it's 30 years old it's ancient yes ancient but um i think it was you and justin and bean and kent and kent that sang that together oh man i thought it was great i just i love the whole day i think the highlight was the baptisms at the end i mean to see uh people saying i want to i want to do this make this decision on easter sunday and i'm always amazed at the people who don't they're not yeah. prepared to do right. it and they right. say right. I, I don't have any undergarments right. Right. I don't have another change of clothes right. but I want to do this yep. Yep. I'm always amazed at people yep. that do that and yeah. I, I'm thankful that they that they did on the spot you mentioned yeah. Yeah. you know the, the eunuch and Philip and yep. Yep. he said there's water there's water why shouldn't I be baptized and that's yeah. basically what they did yeah. and so and then yeah. now I we mean, get to follow several. up I think 11. Right, right. And I think now we get to follow up with those people, and it's a new relationship that we have a a chance to start with these people. So, And and I just, yeah, it was a great, great capstone to -hmm. to the morning at hand. But Mm -hmm. um, I I need to just take time out from this and say thank you to the people that just spent so much time Mm -hmm. making this happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. from early Friday, there are people at the arena, I think, until almost midnight. I think Friday night is mid, that right? I think midnight and Friday. Then back at it early on Saturday. And then they're very late Saturday. Late night. Saturday, yeah. and then you know I left the arena at three thirty mm-hmm. Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a couple people kind of still lingering at that mm-hmm. point. So, mm-hmm. um, and you know we need to give props to the guys at the arena too. Oh, I yeah. mean, uh, yeah. it's a big, uh, you know, they do yeah. all, they do big events all the time, but we appreciate them oh, and um, just yes. how the the community comes together for the entire time. All these volunteers and yeah. people who are working there, and it's I, I'm glad we're back. Yeah. I was yeah. a little unsure. Yeah. Do well, I, I want to go back? I think a lot back? of people were unsure, yeah. you know? Yeah. But I'm telling you from my perspective, <laughs> it was a win yeah. for the kingdom is yeah. what I would say. I, and so I thought it was great. And I got home Sunday night just <laughs> tired, just <laughs> Ate a brat burger and sat on my couch, but I started just scrolling through social media, and it was so cool to Mm -hmm. see so many churches saying, you know, praise God for this today, praise God for that today. You'd see the pictures of families, and some of them were standing in front of the arena, but some of them were standing in front of their church or their home, and I just think it is a great day, and um, 
you know, too much of culture catechizes the church instead of vice versa. Mm -hmm. And so people start thinking Easter is about the bunny mm -hmm. or the candy mm -hmm. or the dinner mm -hmm. and all that stuff is fine, mm -hmm. but Easter is about Jesus, it you is. know? And yeah. I just, I thought that was uh, abundantly clear. Mm -hmm. So I it was good so stuff. Too. Well, Hey, we need to go to break. Okay. When we come back, we have two guests that mm -hmm. are going to be with us. Jody England and Ed Sano are with IDES mm -hmm. and there's a great event coming up at second church mm -hmm. uh, in about a week and a half that we want to promote. It's an mm -hmm. IDES food pack day and we're going to hear from jody and ed you're listening to direct line it's thursday april 21 we'll be right back after this you want to be confident that your investments are working for you wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen dean crandall works right here in danville at morgan stanley's local office as your financial advisor dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments and he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too to make an appointment with dean crandall Call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Greg and Steph, and we're joined by two very special guests. One we know well, yes. one we're getting to know yeah. better. Yeah. Jody England and Ed Sanow from IDES are with us. And I mean, the obvious question is, and Jody, you can tackle this, what is IDES? So, well, IDES is an uh, organization that goes worldwide, uh, getting uh, help and hope out there. Uh, it stands for International Disaster Emergency Service. Okay. You said it's been around since 1973. 1973, a North American Con Christian Convention in Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh huh. Uh, they uh, was that was the founding event hmm. uh, meeting, our first ever meeting, uh, and then the first year's budget. I think they said was like 100 and, or 875 dollars. Oh, was wow. the first year's budget. Wow. wow. And the idea is to go and help people in need. I mean, just mm -hmm. a simplistic definition. Would that yes. be right? Yep. Okay. In, in the name of Jesus. In the name mm -hmm. of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. um, we've got an event coming up at Second Church at the end of the month, mm -hmm. Saturday, April 30, from 8 a.m. to noon. It's called the Food Pack Event. What is an IDES Food Pack Event? So the name of the Food Pack Event is actually called the GAP Meal Packing Event. So okay. GAP stands for God Always Provides. Mm -hmm. uh, 
what we do is we get, you know, 100 volunteers together here at the church, uh, work for four hours. Our goal is to pack 40,000 meals. Mm-hmm. Um, once those meals are packed with rice, soy, vegetables, and a nutrition packet, then they go out uh, throughout the world. Uh, the meals for this uh, event is going to Djibouti in Africa. Okay. Um, and uh, it goes out to, you know, missionaries on the ground who uh, are in communities that need a nutritious meal yeah. to, to give to people. You know, Steph, last year I was able to be a part of right. my first IDS right. food pack event, and I couldn't believe how quick it was. Yeah. I mean, you, you're busy, you're working, and you look around, and you just see – so many people you see young people yes. you see middle-aged people yes. you see seniors and it's just kind of everyone doing it together it's a wonderful event i was yeah. a part of it a few years ago and yeah. it's just again it's amazing how much food and, and i guess you don't really know what to expect it doesn't look like a you know a craft macaroni and cheese packet but right. it, i mean you literally assemble all That's these right. ingredients together and um they're healthy yeah. and nutritious and you just know that it's going to go somewhere in the world where someone's going to really be appreciative of and, it and the amazing thing is any age and ability yes. can participate right. yes. Uh, yes. from the very youngest to the very yep. uh, eldest uh, mm-hmm. people can come mm-hmm. in and contribute yep. in one way or the other. Now, you said that you're looking for 100 people at this particular one. Do you do different ones in different places and they may vary? About, oh, most I mean, definitely. Okay. Uh, we need as few as 10 people. Okay. Gotcha. And we've had as many as 250 people at one church packing meals wow. at the time. So you kind of craft it to be whatever the church you know can provide as far as the volunteers. And I'm assuming the money as well, exactly. right? Because we yes. raise the money. Right. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. We raise the money and then we pack the food. And so it's depending on what you can provide. Exactly. The church yes. can provide. Gotcha. gotcha. Now, Ed, you are a part of the staff at IDES and uh, a big part of what you do is to t- try to go and help churches to be prepared and to be as safe as they possibly can be. We're living in 2022. Our world is upside down. Uh, talk a little bit about why that's important and why you are committed to doing that. Well, I'm the director of training at IDES, and uh, most Saturdays and some entire weekends, I'm at a church somewhere between Florida and Alaska hmm. putting on uh, putting on training programs for the church. That's my role at IDES. Uh, we have two programs. One is called Safe Worship, and Safe Worship really is all about church security, and hmm. it's a building block program. There's no one answer to church safety and security. There's a lot lot of facets to it. And while some churches, well, we've got a security program, well, they don't have all the components that's necessary. Mm -hmm. So that's one, that's one area that I can get, that I get to. Um, The other one is uh, called Prepare to Respond. That is a weather disaster program. Mm -hmm. So often churches, when they see either a local disaster or they see on the news uh, a a disaster at a remote location, boy, they want to do something But they don't know what to do, Mm -hmm. and if they don't know what to do, oftentimes they don't do anything. So our program, Prepared Respond, teaches the local church members how to interact with emergency management, how to take that first step, which really is a thousand-mile journey in the recovery on many of these disasters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think you raise a great point. A lot of time, guys like me, I've got a degree in theology. I've got a degree in Bible. I don't have a degree in safety. Mm -hmm. You know, I can remember early in ministry, a deacon came running into our auditorium and said, there's a tornado in the area. There's a tornado in the area. So we ended church and dismissed everybody. Probably the craziest <laughs> thing we should do, you know. You know, yeah. but you weren't 
prepared. We yeah, weren't prepared right. in this Shoulder in place, <laughs> Greg. <laughs> I know. Well, now I will contrast that with a couple years ago. You remember the Washington tornado that went through, just did so much devastation? Yes, I do. That happened on a Sunday morning, and we were much more prepared, and you know, we actually took shelter in place right then but if you don't practice if you don't talk through that right. you know hopefully there'll never be another incident mm-hmm. with violence at a church but and we're it living in crazy times be. yeah now you, i heard you guys were talking before about that you have like theology degrees like he said he greg has a theology degree you don't have a theology degree but you, that's why you got involved because you ha- your background is law sheriff, enforcement law enforcement mm-hmm. yeah so yes uh, most everybody at IDES has a degree from a Bible college, which is what's exactly what you'd expect from our sure, organization. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of the round peg in a square <laughs> hole with uh, a law enforcement background. Um, but that is that that was what was needed for these two training programs, how to mm-hmm. deal and work with emergency management. And then from a security standpoint, how to how to how to integrate a safety program with the church. And what we often find is that um, sometimes people can be a little heavy handed yeah. in the security um, or think that just one aspect would be the answer. And that's that's really not that's not the best way to go about it. Well, I want to brag on our security team here at Second Church. I think you guys do a fantastic job. You show a lot of grace, but you're also there to provide safety. And I would throw that out to people that are listening. Mm -hmm. If you're part of a church and you've never thought through these things, Ed would be a great contact. IDES would be a great resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the one thing that we find when we go to like a local police department, and I would encourage churches to do that, to seek advice from the police department, but oftentimes they can kind of forget that this is a church. It's right. not a sporting event. Mm-hmm. It's not an airport. So securing a church with how we, the reputation of the mm-hmm. church on the line, yeah. every time the church makes some, the security people have any kind of interaction, that's, we need to have a church focused mm-hmm. security team that's rather right. than a airport focused mm-hmm. security right. team. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes the difference. Mm-hmm. Well said. I want to ask a question back yeah. to that food packing event. Absolutely. Ed, how has that day impacted Second Church from your perspective? Well, I've uh, I've seen mm-hmm. churches. I've been a part of a food pack um, in the past. Um, I was here last year, and what I saw was uh, coming together, a great esprit de corps, and that makes a difference because this church has three different server, three different services, right. mm-hmm. and sometimes maybe you don't know if you attend the first service, you maybe you don't really know well the people in the third service. Mm-hmm. You might recognize them, but you don't know them. Mm-hmm. And this food pack gives an opportunity for everybody to get together, mm-hmm. esprit de corps. It's really obvious, <laughs> um, and it's it really does the what the TV show. Um, a uh, law and order says yeah. ripped from the headlines. This food packing is, I mean, we have food right now on the way to um, Poland and wow. Romania mm-hmm. to help the refugees. Uh, U- yep, yeah. Ukraine refugees. So that mm-hmm. really is as current event as you possibly can mm-hmm. get. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Hey, back to the food event day, April 30. Again, we want people to come out and be a part of that. Jody, 
what will it actually look like? I mean, I remember tables. I remember stations. I remember I was a floater, mm-hmm. so I was running sometimes. I was dumping big bags of ingredients sometimes. Mm-hmm. What's that look like? I tell you, it is organized chaos. <laughs> it's like a mini tornado has went through the packing room. Uh, it will not be clean. It will, it yeah. will be dusty. Uh, yeah. We have so many moving parts that go on. You, you've mentioned many of them. Uh, on, online, you've got 10 positions that are important. Every, every position, obviously, is the most important position. Right. Uh, offline, you've got uh, people restocking. You have mm-hmm. people uh, on the other end boxing these meals, uh, boxing these meals mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. because I always tell uh, churches, you know, as we put these meals into these boxes, the next hands that are going to touch these meals is a missionary mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that's yeah. handing them out in the name of Jesus Christ. Who, Isn't that great? Uh, mm-hmm. Giving them to a mom or a dad mm-hmm. who... Whose children are hungry, right. and mm-hmm. they literally are pulling them out after we've put them in there, yeah. uh, and they are giving them uh, some hope right. again in the name of Jesus Christ. That's great. Now, how is IDES funded? Mm-hmm. Because I'm assuming that you really are reliant on individual families, but then also churches. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. One one of our biggest supporters is we have churches, uh, over 200 churches, who uh, support us on a monthly basis. Okay. Uh, so like a mission partner. Uh, as a mission partner, okay, yes. Okay. Uh, and then we have really six, 700 other churches that throughout the year, whether through maybe a one-time gift mm-hmm. or uh, you know a quarterly gift, mm-hmm. that are sponsoring us. So mm-hmm. really our biggest supporters are coming from the churches. But we have families and individuals who uh, for years have faithfully given and supported IDES. So I would think like uh, if a pastor or just a regular churchgoer is listening and they're thinking, this sounds like a neat thing for our church to do. How do they reach out to you and find out information on how to do this and what it takes and all of the details? How do they get a hold of you? Sure. So the best way to get get a hold of us is go to IDES.org. So I-D-E-S dot O-R-G. You can find out about any opportunity of ministry, volunteering, gap meal packing, the prepared to respond, safe worship. All of that information uh, is online. We have uh, online forms. You can submit a request. And usually within, you know, a day at Mm -hmm. most, Mm -hmm. one of us is getting back to us uh, those requests. I remember being a part of the safe worship thing a few years ago. I think it was before you were here, Greg, and I'm the worship leader in the main auditorium. And so we did a reenactment. And even you you told us exactly what to do. And as soon as we heard the shots fired, I did exactly the opposite of what you told us to do. You said, get out, get out. And my immediate response was to drop down and lay on the floor. And so um, I think any church could say, yeah, we probably need to think about our policy. So I I wanted to say, speak to that and say that was really good. The other thing you said, you mentioned just a few minutes ago that the IDES food pack is not clean. Explain that. I mean, it's clean as in the sense, I mean, we wear the hairnets, but it's like dusty from the ingredients. So So it's a clean, we're sending them a clean product. We have all the proper uh, PPEs, you know, hair. The guys really love wearing the pink hairnets. I love the hairnets. (laughs) We get the hairnets, we get the gloves on, we we sanitize them, we do all that kind of stuff. But as you're dumping soy and rice and vegetables, it is like a fog. But I just wanted to clarify that. It's a clean product that you're sending a 
across uh, the world. Yeah, you will go yeah. home smelling like Jesus because <laughs> yeah. you're gonna That's have right. smells all over you. Well, and it's a little sweaty because you're is. really working. I mean, yeah. you are working. I worked hard. hard. Yeah, there's that not day. a wasted moment. You guys are like a well-oiled machine. It's we, not we a wasted moment. You're very you know, efficient. You have these um, <laughs> kind of baskets at the end of each table mm-hmm. that the compiled meals go into, mm-hmm. and then you need runners to take the yeah. baskets and dump them into the big containers. And I'm thinking, oh yeah, I got that. I don't have to wear a hairnet, and <laughs> I was sweating. At the buddy. same time, someone yeah. who's, who's in a wheelchair could yes. take part there's because there's them. a place oh, for yes. them too, where yeah. you can sit for the whole time and do do the job. Well, so. One of the best yeah. stories I've had is we had a visually impaired lady oh, that okay. came to our pack, and her loved ones kind of set her off to the side. I said, "No, get over here." Yeah, and, and she sealed, helped seal the meals. Sure. Um, on command, yeah. and for two hours, and she had the largest grin on her face that you've yeah. ever seen because yeah. she knew she was doing something. Yeah. yeah. Well, direct line listeners, mm-hmm. take advantage yes. of these opportunities. Mm-hmm. These are great opportunities, yes. and I know there are food packs in this area because I've seen your Facebook photos. So I know there are some churches in this area that take advantage of it. But again, one more time, it's ides.org. Ides.org, not yes. ides.com. I tried not to find com. you, and I did ides.com, <laughs> and it took me to a totally different. Place. Probably to the Illinois Department you of Emergency. You got it right. Service. That's right. <laughs> I said I don't want to talk to them. It so is that's right. O R G. That's right. Well, Ed Sanow, Jody England, thank you both mm-hmm. very much. Here's the last question I'd like you both to add, answer. Um, what can we be praying for? There's a lot of people that listen to Direct Line that are committed to prayer. Mm-hmm. What specific could you ask us to pray for related to the ministry of IDES and maybe what you're seeing? And Jody, I'll start with you. Sure. Well, you know, IDES, we have 15 employees. That's as big as we are. 15 15, or 50? 15. 15, okay. 15 employees. Uh, We uh, have specialized tasks. Yeah. Uh, Many of us travel every weekend. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I would just ask you guys to pray for the staff as we travel, Mm -hmm. as we go throughout, uh, you know, helping people. Uh, we cover it, it, maybe one of their darkest times of their lives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just pray for our spiritual health. Because yeah. um, a lot of times the person that's you know pouring into people, they don't get poured into. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. just prayer for, yeah. uh, not even knowing all of our names, but just mm-hmm. praying for the staff mm-hmm. to you know be able to self-care for themselves and pro- yeah. have God's protection over us as we travel and do our jobs. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. Ed, what would you say? What would be something you could ask people to pray for related to what you do with IDES or what you're seeing with IDES? Well, really specific to the meal pack event we have coming up, uh, once we get those loaded into those shipping containers, 259,000 meals, uh, that starts the journey. Um, I, I would ask for prayers that the that the paperwork and the and the red tape right. and the various government agencies between here and an end destination mm-hmm. that they would go that it would flow smoothly that the meals mm-hmm. that are packed here and packed to churches all over the United States you know get to where they need it get there on a timely basis um, they're they're sending they're going to areas where they're food insecure yeah. I know that that's a polite name for it right. but there's uh, there's hazards associated mm-hmm. with that, and uh, there's pitfalls, and uh, so the prayer would be that they would arrive um, safely and in time. That's great. Well, Jody England, 
Ed Sanal, thank you for your work, and thanks for taking mm -hmm. time to visit with us today. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having us. Mm -hmm. right. Thank you. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments, and he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marney, LLC. Member SIPC. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great! Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie with Greg, and that was a really good uh, interview with Ed and Jody. Jody. Um, I learned a lot of things yeah. just about the you know IDES and yep. how the organization works. So I'm looking forward to that food pack here coming There's up. There's some passionate guys, and it is a great day. I had mm -hmm. no idea what to expect and loved it and cannot believe it's upon us. Right. Week and a half away. Right. It seems like we just did it. I know. I know. <laughs> so anyway, yep. that, was, that was really good. And we're glad to have in studio with us this morning Mariah Hansen with the Women's Care Clinic. Welcome back, Mariah. Thank you for You've having been with me us a few times. Yeah. yeah, we're glad to have you here. Thank and you. we are one week away from the celebration for life. We are not the celebration of life <laughs> for life. That would be a funeral. <laughs> yes, but it's the celebration for life. And Mariah is with the Women's mm -hmm. Care Clinic. What is your exact title right now? Interim co-director. Yes, is that interim right? Interim co-director. So there how does it feel to us. be an interim co-director? It's a lot of fun. Right. A lot of changes, but I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Well, you we seem young and energetic and yeah. like you're up for a challenge. She is young. I she am young. Yes. 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 Well, it, it's been a great time to be connected with the Women's mm -hmm. Care Clinic. And I just get a little picture as a board member. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the WCC does such a great work. And I really wanted you to come in this week because with the way Easter fell, mm -hmm. I'm afraid that the celebration mm -hmm. has slipped up on some people. I know that, you know, I, I woke up and I was like, wow, we're a week and a half away on Monday morning. What is the celebration for life? When is it? And why is it so important? Yeah. The Celebration for Life, I mean, it's one of my favorite events of the year. I may be biased, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, right. um, we celebrate what we do as a ministry, and this year is really important.
important because it's our 30th year. I mean, we've been in ministry for 30 years and we've done work for 30 years in this community. What once started as a ministry in a garage is now a blooming, beautiful ministry in Vermilion County. And the celebration is next Thursday, April 28th from 6. Uh, You can come for appetizers from 6 to 6.45. And then the program will be from 7 to 8.30. And that's where we highlight everything that we've done in the last Mm -hmm. year and the last 30 years. You know, um, different people groups that we've served, different client stories, how the ministry has touched not only clients, but board and staff Mm -hmm. and the whole community. Mm -hmm. So it's really a time to learn about what we do and learn how you can get involved. You know, it's not just us doing the work, but the whole community can get involved. I was surprised last year at the celebration for life uh, that you had. It was a full house. (laughs) It was was pretty full house. And um, so I'm hoping to see that again. A lot of people who have supported you for years, but also maybe some newcomers who just want to find out more about it. Mm -hmm. Um, One of our sponsors last year, I love the story about Bean who came uh, in. He just happened to stop by the church for something else, I think, during the celebration. And he was so impressed with it. He said, I want want my my dollars to go to sponsor Mm -hmm. the Women's Care Clinic. I think he supported it. It for the entire yes, year since then, whole year so of commercial time. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of a life. Not, I wouldn't say life changing, but it's a, it's a, it, it changes you, your perspective when you come and you, and you witness these stories and you hear the impact that you guys are making. So, yeah. well, I just think the idea thirty years. Mm-hmm. I mean, you wrap yeah. your brain around that. I'm thinking back to thirty years ago. I mean, I was a kid. We were kids right just out of college. Babies, probably just, well, getting ready we, to we have hadn't babies. even started having babies that's true. yet. So, yeah, that's true. Um, but I mean, just all that's transformed in three decades. And you know, we live in such. Uh, discouraging times in a lot of ways. You've got this war going on in Ukraine, Mm -hmm. but you know, all over the world, there's violence, there's just discouraging news. And I love the fact that you have a ministry right here in Vermilion County. They wake up every day and they're saying, how can we fight for life? How can we be on the front lines Mm -hmm. of making a difference? Now, Mariah, obviously a big part of the Women's Care Clinic is helping women that find, women and men, but they find themselves in a situation where they're pregnant, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they don't know what to do. They don't know where to go. There's probably people listening right now that have no idea what you do in situations like that. Mm -hmm. So talk through what the Women's Care Clinic does and how someone can get in contact with you if they find themselves in that predicament. Yeah, we do work with that, you know, mainly the unplanned pregnancy or being, you know, finding yourself in a pregnancy situation that you didn't think you would be in. And we sit with them. We first sit with them and hear their story, listen to where they've been, what they've gone through and why they're in front of us in that day. And we give them medical confirmation of that pregnancy to make sure that, you know, their pregnancy is healthy and it's viable and that um, they can carry it to term. And we help them make that decision. You know, we sit with them and we hear the struggles of that decision and we create this life affirming uh, environment in the clinic so that they are able to choose yeah. um, life for yeah. that that baby. And if you want to get involved, it's really easy. You can just call us, yeah. our number, um, check out our website, danvillewcc.org. Yeah. And we're always happy to have people involved. I mean, anything. We take any gifts, any um, way that you want to serve, we're happy to have you serve. And you have a team of volunteers. I mean, you have a lot we of do. people that plug in yes. and they help. Yes. And, you know, there's one of the ladies at our church. I won't name her name because I don't know if I have her permission, but <laughs> you guys feature her in almost every video that you do. Yeah. And yeah, she's just always got a big smile on her face. Mm-hmm. And I was teasing her at, at the last video. I said, you're a movie star. You're on the screen. <laughs> she said, I just love 
the women's care mm-hmm. clinic. Yes. And I think she feels like it's a place at this season of life that she can, in a meaningful way, give back mm-hmm. for right. a cause. Mm-hmm. But now you guys are not only supporting people that find themselves pregnant. I mean, you help people after mm-hmm. babies are born. Talk a little bit about Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's where the real work begins, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, we do parenting classes. We do um, help with housing, help with jobs. We also have a scholarship through DAC that allows either moms, dads, or their kids once they get to college. I mean, we've been around for 30 years, so we've got some kids in college now that will help them either get an education or go to trade school or whatever they feel called to, whatever their dream is. So really, I mean, yeah, post-birth is where the real work and where the real fun begins. So. Well, many critics often say that, you know, pregnancy centers, you're just concerned about the baby in the womb, but you've been around for 30 years and Mm -hmm. it's far more than just that. I mean, I think that's evident and people really can't say that, um, honestly. I mean, they may want to use that as maybe, uh, some kind of, a. I don't, I don't even know what the word is, but they can't really say it legitimately. You right. guys are really working with families yes. and grandparents even that are yeah. raising children and mm-hmm. um, speak to that a little bit. Yeah. Just the longevity. I think it is something that people say about the, the pro-life yes. movement right. a yeah. lot. Right. And honestly, for a long time, it could have been true, right. you know, right. Right. but I think we've learned that it's about the whole person, right? If we say we love families and we love babies we have to care about them when they're 10 when they're 20 when they're 30 and so that's what I love about women's care clinic and why I fell in love with the ministry why I work there why I'm invested there because we don't just care about you know I have to save this baby but we care about the life genuinely from when they're born to when they pass away I mean yeah so is this Thursday night event that's coming up, um, you know, people can volunteer their time, um, but is this a, a time where they can actually say, I want to give financially towards this ministry? Will that, will this, is a good time to do that? Absolutely. Yeah, this yeah. is where you gain a lot of your um, yes. funding, I, I yes. imagine. Yes. And I, I love what one of our board members says. He says, you know, not all of us can be in the room right. with the woman. Not right. all of us right. can be in the parenting class. Not all of us can sit face to face during the ultrasound. Yeah. But when you give, you're in that room. That's right. You're yeah. you're in that decision and you're in that child's life until who knows for how long. Right. So right. yeah, it's right. a beautiful way and a great opportunity to give. Well, and the thing about ministries like the WCC is that you're not getting government funding. Right. You know, you're not being subsidized. Right. And so it really does depend on churches. Mm-hmm. It depends on individuals. Mm-hmm. It depends on businesses, you know, mm-hmm. that say mm-hmm. we think life is important. And, mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned parenting classes. I mean, right. we just wrapped up a class here with Terry and Molly Goodwin on Wednesday nights, right. uh, raising highly capable kids. Yeah. And I think that's a class you guys have offered at the clinic. Yes. You offered it here at Second Church. I think Love Inc. has offered it. I mean, mm-hmm. helping parents and in some cases, grandparents yes. figure out mm-hmm. how do I do this? Mm-hmm. And um, I do think, you know, to your point, Mariah, there probably have been people at times that the life issue was merely a political issue. It was yes. merely an issue where, you know, I want to win a debate. And maybe they didn't really Mm -hmm. roll up their sleeves and get busy. But the vast majority of the people that I know, especially with the Women's Care Clinic, that they are saying, we want to change lives. We want to make a difference. And Mm -hmm. I think it's absolutely happening. Now, I'm curious about your story. And I didn't ask you this before we went on air. So you may not (laughs) want to answer this. But how did you get connected with the Women's Care Clinic? What's the Mariah 
connection with the WCC? Yeah, it's a fun one. Um, I grew up in Danville. I grew up going to the Walk for Life with my family, but we would sleep in on Saturdays, so we would walk after the Walk for Life okay. at like 11. Okay. Um, but we would okay. take our balloons and yeah. our signs and we would do the Walk for Life. And I would always ask my mom, why are we doing this? Yeah. And she'd say, we're yeah. doing this for our community because yeah. we love our community and we love life. Yeah. And as I got older, I went away to college and thought, see you later, Danville. I will not mm-hmm. be back. Right. Yeah. And the Lord called me back, which yeah. is crazy. But yeah. I started volunteering like five hours a week at the women's care clinic for a project for grad school. Wow. And somehow got roped in. I, yeah. it really does, no, it really does pull you in. I mean, it's such yeah. a good ministry, such a strong team. And what we do, I believe, really matters. So I have found myself back in Danville and loving the city, loving the people and loving the ministry. And I never thought it would possibly be possible and i said i never would yeah so never say never, never. say never never that's say right. never college i, had I went heard. to the university of illinois okay All right. yeah. in champagne yeah. go align that's yep. right ill right. so here i have an idea I a challenge for our listeners yes. so i think this banquet falls really around a good time mm-hmm. right after tax season so yes. Yes. there are people Absolutely. who get tax yes. returns <laughs> and you know sometimes you have something that you you know is going to go to but for me like i got this piddly little amount back yep. but you know my piddly little amount back mm-hmm. uh maybe if it pooled with a some other people right. that said, I have this ex- little, little bit of extra. Yes. I'm going to give it to the clinic. I would yes. throw that out as a challenge right after tax season to yes. maybe give part of your return or all of your return to the yeah. care clinic. Well, what I would say by doing that is you are investing in the kingdom. Yeah, you know, absolutely. you're investing in life, but I think you're also investing mm-hmm. in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. And um, I shudder to think what this community would be like mm-hmm. if the WCC mm-hmm. closed up shop. And that's not happening. But I'm no, just saying, it's not. you yeah. think about what yes. would have happened if, and I don't even know who started it, but um, this ministry started in a garage. Right. I mean, that tells me they didn't have massive resources no. at their disposal, but they said, we think it's important mm-hmm. and look at what's happened mm-hmm. over over 30 mm-hmm. years. You know, mm-hmm. Our church, you know, our church started a hundred and what, 20 some years ago, and mm-hmm. they didn't have a lot of resources at that time, mm-hmm. but people invested, people plugged right. in, mm-hmm. people gave sacrificially, mm-hmm. they built the kingdom. And you guys um, have been faithful with yes. that. I mean, you, yes. steward, you steward yes. it well and, um, yeah. and it multiplies when you do oh, that. I, I think it's just really great. And um, I love to hear the stories. I know we're going to have some testimonies that night. Yes. It'll be really neat. Re- really, really good stuff. So one more time, banquet, or banquet celebration is when <laughs> it's thursday april 28th from 6 to 8 30 here at second church yep, that's right and yeah. all are welcome mm-hmm. and can people just show up we prefer if they rsvp is that right yeah you can rsvp or you can just show up awesome. we either way come as you are that's right yeah. awesome. well mariah hansen thank you for all you do thank and you. thank you for coming home to danville yeah you're welcome we're glad you're back <laughs> and too. we're so thankful for mm-hmm. the difference the wcc is making mm-hmm. hey let's go to break when we come back it's our history segment all right i've got some interesting things okay. to talk about including a <laughs> war hero that uh was born not far from here huh. All right. Died this week in history Mm. in 1945. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call, Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. 
Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, April 21. It's Greg and Steph. We've had a great morning. Yeah, Talking guests. to some great guests, Absolutely. but we couldn't do Direct Line without our awesome sponsors. Who are we saying thank you to? Right. Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, the team at Hans Tankwash, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, and Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic. And so this next week's a big week. There's a lot of stuff happening, mm-hmm. and we've talked about the celebration for life right. on Thursday. Thursday, April 28th. That's going to be outstanding. Mm-hmm. You're helping with that yep. also. Yep. So it's going to be great. And then on Saturday, we talked about the IDES food pack, mm-hmm. and that's going to be a great day mm-hmm. where we gather together and, you know, help prepack these meals yep. and uh, Djibouti. Food, they're headed to the Djibouti. The food is going to Djibouti. That's right. But <laughs> I like to say that. Isn't that cool? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there's, there's an event in sandwiched in between, in between yeah. those. Tell Friday us about that. Friday night. I'm so excited about it. Chris Robinson, one of our sponsors and one of our elders, right. grabbed me probably two months ago. Okay. And he said, hey, I do this thing. I sponsor this thing called Secret Church. David Platt, preacher in Washington, D.C. area, mm-hmm. McLean Bible Church, has held this event, Secret Church. And it's looking at some of the biggest cultural issues of the day and specifically what what does the Bible say about this issue? And so it's from 6 p.m. to midnight. Now, I erroneously said a couple weeks ago it's for men only. Right. It's not for men only. Okay. It's for anybody. Good. you got to sign up. you okay. got to register. Okay. But um, I'm going to be here. Chris is going to be here. So it's not just about, like, the underground church in persecuted countries. No, no, right. No, It's not, not at all. that at all. Well, it, is- it's, it's that motif. It's that context. Okay. But it's really looking at what are the big issues, issues. of the day. Gotcha. But one of the things that is a reality is if you were a Christian in say China, right. or you were a Christian, say in Afghanistan, you couldn't discuss some of these issues right. in in the open. You know, right. you would right. have to go underground. Gotcha. So okay. I've never been a part of it, but mm-hmm. I'm excited um, to register. If someone's interested in coming, what do they yeah, need to do? You can go to our website, secondchurch.com, okay. and you can find contact info, or okay. you can just go to their website, Secret Church. David Platt would be the keywords to okay. put in, okay. and they'll get you signed up. But Very it's cool. going to be a really cool event. Well, hey, we can't get out of here without some history. Okay. You love some history, don't Bring you? It Bring it on. Okay. Bring it on. So this week in 1775, the American Revolution begins in Lexington, Massachusetts. Why did I think that was in the South? I don't know. 
I don't know, but it started in uh, Boston. Okay. Boston, yeah. Boston. I mean, there are Lexingtons all over the place, but yeah. it was in Lexington, Massachusetts okay. on April 19, 1775. About 5 a.m., 700 British troops were on a mission to capture Patriot leaders and seize a Patriot arsenal. And the Minutemen, 77 of them, under Captain John Parker, said not so quick. And the first shots were fired. Of course, the Declaration of Independence would not happen for another year and, you know, a couple months, July 4, 1776. But, um, you know, I've been to uh, the sites Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. the Boston area, and it's Mm -hmm. pretty sobering. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. uh, it's a reminder that it took people with incredible bravery to stand Mm -hmm. up and say this is something worth fighting for. This is something worth dying for. So good stuff. Hey, on this week, during this week in 1906, April 18, the great San Francisco earthquake topples buildings, killing thousands. 5.13 a.m., an 8.0 earthquake on the Richter scale strikes San Francisco. An estimated 3,000 people are killed. And the uh, the fault line is estimated to be 275 miles long, and the shock waves could be felt as far as Southern Oregon and all the way down to Los Angeles. And the fires lasted for what yeah. days after. Oh, absolutely, wow. yeah. Mm. Um, you ever been a part of an earthquake that you know of? Just the vague shocks that I've felt even, you know, where yeah. every once in a while every, we will get something yeah. weird, but no, not yeah. a, have you? Yeah, I have not. I have no, not, I but don't. they say that there's a fault line in, in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, I can't remember the name of it, but they're saying that at some point we could have quite the one? earthquake. You don't really think of Illinois or Indiana right. as earthquake right. territory, but right. you never know. Hey, here's the third thing. In 1945, April 18, war correspondent. Ernie Pyle is killed. Um, He is America's most popular war correspondent during the time. But here's the reason I bring this up. He was born in Dana, Indiana. Right. That is not far from here. And if you are driving down to Terre Haute. Yeah, to go shopping. Well, okay. (laughs) On your way to the mall, you see the signs. Yeah. I know. So um, I just thought that was pretty wild. But um, President Harry S. Truman spoke about how Pyle had told the story of the American fighting man as the American fighting men wanted it to be told. Mm. And um, he is actually buried at the National Memorial Cemetery of the Pacific on the Hawaiian island mm. of Oaha. Is that how you said Oaha? Oahu. Oahu. However you pronounce it. But um, I just thought it was pretty awesome. I've heard about Ernie Powell, but I've never connected the dots. Yeah. I mean, that's probably not, what, 30, 40 minutes from I, here? Yeah, it's not far. I mean, it's so close. Are you going to go visit? Um, well, I've or, driven by, but I think I'm going to have to stop and check it out. I think you should. Have you been to Dana, Indiana? I think on purpose. And through it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a story right there. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I think I've been close. Yeah. Well, hey, for the good news segment, I, I've just got to give a shout out to everyone that made Easter at the arena happen. Such a massive undertaking. You did a great job Thanks. putting it so all together. You. I know Tobin, our tech guy, worked hard on it as well. It was cool watching him play the steel guitar. Yes. You know, yes. Um, it's amazing what the steel guitar can do. Yes. But um, would you have nine singers, a band of, yeah. was it eight, I, I think, think so. in the band? Yeah. Yeah. And all the tech people and uh, just a great, great day. And, um, Really, really wonderful to see so many people mm-hmm. coming together yeah. for a common cause. 
what I believe is the most important day of the year for followers of Jesus. I believe so, too. All right. Well, on behalf of my friend Stephanie Spangler, this is Greg Taylor saying thanks for listening to Direct Line. We'll see you next week.